In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. It's time to praise the Lord. Why? Because he is worthy of our praise. Why? Because he loves us. It is important to center upon him as we praise his holy name. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice. Be glad in him and be glad in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. How great is our God, how great is his name, how great is our God, forever the same. He rolled back the water of the mighty Red Sea, Oh, yeah, and he said, I'll never leave you. Put your trust in me. How great is our God. How great is his name. How great is our God. Forever the same. He rolled back the water of the mighty Red Sea. And he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you. Put your trust in me. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. The Lord has made. Let us rejoice. Let us rejoice and be glad in him and be glad in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in him. Why? Because he's worthy of our praise. He's worthy of our love. He's worthy of our gratitude. He's worthy. He's the worthy Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is the year, this is the year that the Lord may come, the Lord may come. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice. Be glad in him and be glad in him. This is the year that the Lord may come. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the year, this is the year that the Lord may come. He's coming, and he's coming for a bride, and he's coming for you, and he's coming for me, washed in the blood of the Lamb. He's coming, 
and oh, how we need to expect him to come in the Spirit, and finally, when he comes in glory, how we need to expect him to come because he loves us. Oh, yes, do you know today that you are loved with an everlasting love? Today we look at Psalm 51. Every Friday the church prays Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. Have mercy upon me, Lord, because you shed your blood for me. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, because your blood is my salvation. That no matter what sins I've committed, your blood has washed me clean. According to your abundant mercy, God has mercy toward you, abundant mercy. Why? Because he loves you. Why? Because he has plans for you. Blot out all my transgressions. How? Through the blood of Jesus. Blot out all my sins. Through the blood of Jesus. Blot out all my transgressions. Through the blood of Jesus. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Through the blood of Jesus. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin through the blood of Jesus. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your sentence. The sentence of God toward you is not guilty through the blood of Jesus. Not guilty. You've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. You've been forgiven through the precious blood of the Lamb. That's what the sentence is. If you have given your life to Jesus, you've been forgiven through the blood of the Lamb. How we need to know already we are forgiven. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. How we need to pray for those who have hurt us and forgive them. That's necessary. One of the things that holds us back is a lack of forgiveness toward the people who have hurt us. You say, but they really destroyed me. Well, you're going to be destroyed if you don't forgive them. How do you forgive them? You borrow the forgiveness from Jesus Christ on the cross. I go to the cross and I say, I have no forgiveness for so-and-so. I want to borrow it from you, from your cross, from your blood. And I forgive them. I forgive them. I forgive them. So that you are justified in your sentence and blameless when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born in guilty. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We were all born guilty, and yet I was conceived a sinner in my mother's womb. You desire truth in the inward being, therefore teach me wisdom in my secret heart. I want to tell you, knowledge is not good enough. We need wisdom in our secret heart, that God would teach us his wisdom
so that we might be able to live a life filled with the grace of God. You see, the church calls this ordinary time. I say it's not ordinary. It's time in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with anything that's ordinary. It's supernatural, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Indeed, I was born guilty. A sinner was I conceived. You desire truth in the inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Purge me with the blood of Jesus, and I shall be clean. Wash me with the blood of Jesus, and I shall be whiter than snow. Oh, yes. Again, it's all about the blood of Jesus that brings us forgiveness. It's all about the blood of Jesus that makes us new. It's all about the blood of Jesus that takes our sins away as far as the east is from the west. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide not your face from me. Hide not your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Again, through the blood of Jesus, create in me a clean heart. A clean heart, O God, through the blood of the Lamb. Put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. He will never cast you away from his presence. He says, no one who comes to me will I ever reject, for I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. It is the will of him who sent me that I should lose nothing of what he has given me, but I should raise it up on the last day. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Yesterday the scripture was, How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to us, to those who ask? I remember Peter Cruft, and he wanted to know what were the odds that he was going to get the baptism of the Spirit the next week. I said, 100%. And he looked at me and said, What gives you the right to say 100%? I said, Peter, you're a father. If your son asks you for a loaf of bread, you're not going to give him a stone. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? And he got it that night. His eyes were opened. He knew that when we ask for the Holy Spirit, he is given to us. Do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. Amen. I want that first love back. Restore to me the joy of my salvation and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways. Oh, we need to go after sinners. We need to pray for sinners that they would come to know Jesus. We need to pray for sinners that they would come to know the Lord. This is our job 
on earth. We need to pray for sinners that they be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to pray that God would send them to us one at a time so that they might give their life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Deliver me from the bloodshed, from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation. He is the God of my salvation. He won salvation for me on the cross and through his blood. Do you know that, that you have been won for God on the cross and through his blood? And my tongue will wing out your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. We praise you. We bless you. We worship you. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, the Lord has made. Let us rejoice, let us rejoice. Be glad in him and be glad in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. How great is our God. How great is his name. How great is our God forever the same he rolled back the water of the mighty red sea oh yeah and he said i'll never leave you i'll never leave you put your trust in me oh lord open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise for you have no delight in sacrifice. If I give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit. Do you have a broken spirit today? That's your sacrifice to God. Are you in need today? That's your sacrifice to God. Are you sinning today? The blood of Jesus is your restoration. My sacrifice is a humble, broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. But first, Lord, I offer you a broken, contrite spirit, a broken, contrite heart you will not despise. I offer you, God, my life as a living sacrifice of praise. My life is yours, O God. I want to live your life. I want to do what you want me to do, O God. I want to be what you want me to be, O God. I want to be able to play in your presence like a child that's willing to allow you to love me. Oh yes, are you willing to have God love you today? Do you give him permission 
to love you today? Do you give him permission to forgive your sins through the blood of Jesus? Do you give him permission? Lord, I give you permission to love me any way you want to love me. Any way you want to love me, I give you permission. We're looking at John, Luke 5, verse 17. One day, while he was teaching, and many people were around. Why? Because he taught with authority. Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting near. They came from the village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Just the other day, Father Matt talked about five people he prayed with, that their pain went from ten to zero. The power of the Lord was with him to bring healing to the sick. This is amazing. The power of the Lord is with you today. Just then some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a bed. They were trying to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But they can't. Why? Because of the crowds. They cannot put him before Jesus. So what do they do? Finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles in the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. I tell you, I want friends like this that bring me to Jesus. What about your friends? What do they do? Do they bring you to Jesus? What about my friends? Do my friends bring me to Jesus? So many people have been praying for me since I fell. My friends bring me to Jesus. What about you? Do your friends bring you to Jesus? And I want to bring Father Sheldon to Jesus today. I want to ask the Lord to bless him I want to ask the Lord to bring the priest and his pilgrims back from the Holy Land, back to Boston, in Jesus' name. When the Lord saw their faith, whose faith? The faith of the four friends, not the faith of the sick man, but the faith of the four friends. He said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. My, the Pharisees are going to be complaining. Who has the power to forgive sins? Only God. And what does Jesus do for this sick man? The first thing he does is to forgive his sins because he knows that he needs forgiveness. Friend, your sins are forgiven you. Then the scribes and the Pharisees began to question who is this who is speaking blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven? or to say, stand up and walk. Which is easier for 
to be said, your sins are forgiven, or to stand up and walk, but that you may know, not think, not imagine, not hope, that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, stand up, take your bed, and go to your home. Immediately, 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 he stood up before them, took what was he was lying on, and went to his home, glorifying God. Amazement seized all of them, and they glorified God, and were filled with awe, saying, We have seen strange things today. We have the forgiveness of sins, the walking of a paralyzed man, the friends who brought him in. I thank God for those friends. I thank God for those friends. Jesus saw their faith, and he forgave their sins, his sins. Jesus saw their faith, and he healed the man's body. Verse 27, chapter 5 of Luke. After this, he went up and saw a tax collector named Levi, or Matthew, sitting at the tax booth. Now Levi was hated. He was a Jew working for the enemy, Rome, and collected taxes from the Jewish people for Rome. He was hated. And Jesus said to him, follow me. Listen to this. Immediately he got up and left everything and followed Jesus. What about you? What keeps you from following Jesus? Well, you know, I don't have very much faith. You only need the faith of a mustard seed. What keeps you from following Jesus? It's time to give your life over to him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for Jesus in his house. and There was a large crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. So we have a whole lot of sinners at the table with Matthew, and Jesus is there. This is where Jesus gets his fishing rod out, because he cares about these people. But the Pharisees said, Why does your teacher eat with sinners and tax collectors? But Jesus came to seek and save that which was lost. Are you lost today? Jesus came to seek and to save you today through the power of his blood. The Pharisees said, the Pharisees and the scribes were complaining to his disciples saying, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. No one 
is righteous in the sight of God. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And God has a new life for us. Jesus was very comfortable with sinners. Why? Because they knew they needed a Savior. They knew they needed salvation. They knew that they needed forgiveness. The Pharisees thought, my religion saves me. I wear the right clothes. I'm with the right people. I'm so good. I don't even need God. I tell you, don't be a Pharisee. Be a sinner crying out to God for mercy, and that mercy will be given to you a hundred percent. I want to invite you to Days of Glory, November 9th to the 12th, at the Crown Plaza Hotel and Resorts. Who will be there? I will be there. Maria Vadia will be there. Joshua Mills will be preaching on the glory of God. Hallelujah. Steve Swanson, Mike McDelphie, Michelle Akers. How do I get there? Daysofglory.org. Daysofglory.org. November 9th to the 12th. Daysofglory.org. And this is a number you can call. 520-414-8129-520-414-8129. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in him. Praise his holy name. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.